Are you tired of spending countless hours in the kitchen every week trying to figure out what to make and constantly overspending on takeout? My guide, Well Prepped, is here to revolutionize your mealtime routine by offering you the perfect solution. Prep once, cook twice, and enjoy delicious, macro-friendly meals all week long. The food struggle is real. You want to eat well-balanced meals that taste good. You want to make most of your meals at home, but don't want to be a slave to your kitchen. You know you should be eating more protein, but don't know how in the world to get it in. You're overwhelmed with just choosing a recipe you have saved, so you end up getting takeout again. Insert well-prepped, a guide I created to take the guesswork out of efficiently making delicious, macro-friendly meals. This guide provides you with eight weeks of recipes. Each week, you'll prep once for 30 minutes, cook twice, and then enjoy eating all week. That's right. The two recipes will make you a total of six meals. I even made Instacart links for all the weekly groceries you'll need so you don't even need to think about grocery shopping. I'm all about saving time, money, and mental energy when it comes to feeding my family healthy meals, and now I get to share that with you. Grab your copy of Well Prepped at aishazaza.com. And from my kitchen to yours, cheers to eating well and being well prepped. Welcome to the Mindset Mile podcast, the show that'll leave you empowered to take action towards becoming the turned up version of your already awesome self. I'm your host, Aisha Zaza, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. Hello, fam, and welcome back to another episode of the Mindset Mile podcast. How have you been? My One of my best friends just left Santa Barbara. She was visiting with her eight-month-old from Seattle and came to stay for just over a week, and we had such a great time. I was hardly on my phone even to respond to text messages, so I took a nice little break from social media, which felt really nice, and it also feels good to get back to our normal routine and to just get back to recording, so I'm super pumped about what we are going to talk about today. As you probably know, this podcast is about mindset and growing yourself, which are things I love talking and learning about. And although mindset is important and a big piece of our life equations, a positive mindset needs to be allowed nuances because all situations and people are different, which is why I chose to talk about toxic positivity today. The more aware you become of yourself and others, the more clearly you will see the fine line of being and speaking optimistically versus being toxically positive. I feel like the most clearly I've ever noticed my own tendencies as well as others' tendencies towards toxic positivity was during my first pregnancy with my daughter, Shiloh. I didn't know it at the time, but I was suffering from a level of antipartum depression, and I also suffered from crippling pregnancy insomnia. The two really do not make a cute combo. Many days, I was exhausted to tears. I absolutely hated how I felt. It was like my body was hijacked, and no matter what I did or didn't do, I was just so 
exhausted. I was, I was unmotivated. I didn't feel like myself. I was upset all the time. And sure, there were days or parts of days that were better than others, but I came to know that those moments were fleeting and that overall it was like there was a gray cloud waiting to come back and occupy my surroundings. And having the background I did of years of personal development and growth, you can imagine how frustrated I was when I would employ the things I've always known to help turn my day around or to get my mind right. They would just fail me. I would use positive self-talk and affirmations, and I would try to snap myself out of my bad feelings. I turned to my husband and friends for comfort, and I would talk to them about how I was feeling, which usually did make me feel better in the moment. But sadly, that's only ever how long it lasted. There was no shaking my upside down hormones and the level of uncertainty and fear I had around the upcoming chapter of life I was entering. And for that, I made myself feel really, really bad. I was ashamed I didn't feel happier or more confident. And when you add a layer of shame to bad feelings, things start to feel heavy fast. I was trying so hard to think and feel positive, but there was no tricking myself into feeling something different. I wasn't just letting myself have the bad feelings. I was always trying to fix them. And I wasn't the only one trying to fix my bad feelings. So was mostly anyone and everyone else I'd open up to about this. I love my family and I love connecting with people on social media, but I felt like I couldn't share how I was truly feeling because I didn't want to be met with the well-intended words of encouragement and positivity. A few common and expected things people would say to me were, you should be grateful that you can get pregnant. This is the most exciting time of life. You're strong. If anyone can do it, you can. Stay positive. You've got this. While all those things may be true, all they made me feel was worse. They made me feel like it wasn't okay to not feel okay. I felt like I needed to snap out of it and get over how I felt, even though that's what I was trying to do all along. And it made me feel like my feelings were minimized and invalid. Ritual knows it's basically impossible to get all the nutrients you need from your diet 100% of the time. So they made a multivitamin that helps you focus on what's important. I never miss a day of taking my Ritual Essential for Women 18 and Over multivitamin. I love knowing I'm taking a supplement that fills key nutrient gaps and supports my foundational health. There are nine key nutrients in the two capsules I take daily, and I love that it's soy-free, gluten-free, vegan-friendly, and formulated without GMOs. Instead of striving for perfect health, aim for supporting foundational health. Great news. Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com backslash mindset mile to start your subscription, or if you already have one, you can add the multivitamin essential for women 18 and over to your subscription today. Now that I'm aware of what it means to be toxic positive, I can think back to many times I've said similar things to people in hard situations without realizing how it would make them feel. It always felt like the right thing to say, but I can see now 
how without awareness of it, we often feel uncomfortable in the presence of someone else's pain. And we offer positive words to not just make the other person feel better, but to make ourselves feel better, which is actually selfish in the face of someone who is in pain. And even more clearly, I can see how other people use toxic positivity when offering condolences or encouragement online or in person, whether that's to someone who experienced the loss of a loved one, had a miscarriage, lost their job, or is going through a bad divorce or separation. Common responses you'll see in almost any thread or conversation around these topics include, everything happens for a reason. Happiness is a choice. It could be a lot worse. Look on the bright side. And these are just to name a few. While these comments are meant to be sympathetic, and often because I think people really just don't know what else to say, they don't offer real support. This quote-unquote good vibes only approach to someone else's hard situation will only make them feel shut down, not heard, and ashamed. While it is possible to be optimistic in the face of challenging times, when people are hurting or they're going through trauma, they don't need to be told to stay positive. I'm sure you can think of a time where you've received similar feedback when you were having a hard time and without really knowing why, probably felt really judged and bad for not maintaining a sunnier outlook. There are a few things I've learned about how toxic positivity is harmful in the seasons of life I was using it in on myself, as well as receiving it from others. One is that it breeds guilt. It sends a message that if you're not finding a way to be positive through a hard time, that you're doing something wrong. In the season of my pregnancy with Shiloh and also with my son, Oliver, I was not giving myself much grace. I was being really hard on myself to turn my outlook around when really there were hormonal and chemical imbalances that were bigger than my positive affirmations. It made me feel worse than I was already feeling. Two, it can prevent growth if we go into a state of avoidance. So instead of just feeling bad feelings, we try to fix them or mask them with things that temporarily make us feel better but deny the opportunity to face challenging feelings that can lead to deeper insight. And three, as I've already mentioned, it's shaming. It tells someone that they shouldn't be feeling the emotions they were feeling when instead they should find relief and support. In order to avoid being toxically positive, you need to come to the understanding that it is okay to not always be okay. You don't need to hide behind positive quotes and memes, and there's nothing wrong with you for feeling bad. So what are some alternatives to the toxically positive responses I mentioned before? Instead of shaming or invalidating yourself or others, think before you respond and ask yourself if your response is coming from a place of empathy and unconditional love. Here are a few examples of how to show real support. You might ask, do you want to talk? I'm here to listen. That must be really, really hard. Sometimes bad things happen. How can I support you? I'm so sorry. Your feelings are valid. If someone responded to you when you were really upset with any of those, wouldn't that feel so much more supportive than hearing, well, look on the bright side, yada, yada, yada. Sometimes in life, we need cheerleaders. 
And sometimes we just need pillars to lean on. Not every situation is a flip of the switch mindset and knowing when to be encouraging versus knowing when to just listen is a trait that will help everyone in your life. But mostly you'll be helping yourself by recognizing when your own toxic positive cheerleader comes barging in. I would absolutely love to hear from you if you thought this episode was helpful. Please tag me in your social media stories. I want to see you on Instagram. You can find me at Asia Zaza. And also please send this episode to someone else who needs this message. I cannot wait to see you next week. And until then, make it a great day.